0: Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, and my name is Steven. And today, I think I have probably one of the most important questions I have ever asked in my whole entire lifetime. Do we really need the Snyder Cut of Justice League? Now, of course, the philosophical answer is no, we don't. We don't need that. We don't need the Joss Whedon Cut. We don't need Justice League at all. We don't need any. Comic book movies. We don't need movies. We don't need television. Well, in the broader sense, we need entertainment. I think we do need that. They say, you know, in the old textbooks that the basic human needs are food, shelter, and clothing, but they leave out number four, and that's something for the soul. That's art. It's books, television, poems, music. So I guess in a philosophical sense, yes, we do need the Snyder Cut. But I'm not here to talk philosophy. I'm just here to talk the Snyder cut in general because it's I I well, I have gone through a transition over the last 30 days. The opinion that I have had marinating in my brain has changed. I thought one thing, something happened, I thought another. And because we had the DC Fandome this past weekend, which I didn't attend, I don't have the DC Universe thingamajig. I guess you had to be a member of the DC Universe Club. You had to be a really cool dude, a really awesome person to get that or just pay the eight bucks a month or whatever it is. I don't do that. But of course, the internet has been all abuzz ever since they announced that the Snyder Cut of Justice League will be on HBO Max at some point. Now, if you are unaware of anything that I'm talking about, let me give you a little backstory. So many years ago, DC Warner Brothers bring Zack Snyder on board to do a Superman movie. He had done Watchmen for them, which apparently did really well. I've tried to watch it twice. I really enjoyed it the second time, but I I can't remember why I was not able to finish it something children came into the room or something. That's not something you can watch with children around. They apparently enjoyed that so much, they thought he did such a great job that they said, hey, Zach, you can do whatever you want in the DC universe. And he says, I want to do Superman. This is just conjecture. I don't know exactly how it fell into place. So he makes this movie called Man of Steel, and it quickly becomes a very polarizing movie. One half of the internet hated it. The other half of the internet loved it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. It was not, it was not quite my Superman. You know, Marvel had been producing movies at that point and they have gone with a kind of a lighter tone. There is a lot of darkness in the Marvel movies, but there's a lot of light as well. DC, on the other hand, they've decided to just go straight up dark. Now, I don't know if that was a conscious decision or if that just, that's just how it came to be. That's just the way Zack Snyder was. Now, Again, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. A lot of people had a lot of problems with it. For example, if if you haven't seen the movie, this is going to be a spoiler. But when Superman fights Zod, he realizes at one point, or at least in his opinion, his mind at the time, making a quick decision, being new to the whole superhero game, after destroying half of Metropolis in their great superhero, supervillain fight, Clark decides the only way he's going to be able to stop him is to kill him. And so he kills him. Well, of course people had a lot of problems with that because Superman doesn't kill. I defended it because in my mind he he was new. He was new at the whole superhero game. He wasn't making the right decisions. He hadn't he had to make a snap decision in his immaturity as a superhero and he made the wrong one. So after Man of Steel, Zack Snyder comes back and he does Batman Vert well, it's called Batman v Superman. It's supposed to be Batman versus Superman. Now this was supposed to be I guess a sequel to Man of Steel but yet not because Batman is the first name in the title. If it was a Superman movie, it would be called Superman versus Batman. But it was supposed to be a a sequel. And here's the point where Warner Brothers has basically turned the reins over to Zack Snyder and said, all right, do for us what these other people have done for Marvel. Again, this is conjecture, and I'm really being brief here, I'm using a lot of brevity because I don't know all the ins and outs. I don't know exactly what happened. But from my perspective, they said, "Okay, we need to do what Marvel is doing. Let's just turn it all over to Zack Snyder. He can make these movies. They'll all look the same. They'll all have the same tone because they're all being created by the same guy. So he had this idea for what, in essence, would be a trilogy, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and then Justice League. He had a story arc that he wanted to tell. Didn't really touch upon it in Man of Steel, but really dug into it, really just went all in on Batman v Superman. And it's this whole idea of Darkseid coming down to take over the Earth and the world's greatest superheroes of the DC Universe have to band together. Now, in my opinion, they did it the wrong way with DC. Marvel took years and years, almost a decade, to establish certain characters. They had the individual standalone movies. They had, you know, Captain America and Iron Man and Thor and then Ant-Man and then Guardians of the Galaxy. And they just, they slowly built the world and then went, boom, here's Avengers. And people were like, holy crap. DC, on the other hand, Again, this is just conjecture. This is my opinion. They saw that happening. They didn't think it was going to work. It worked, and then they went, oh, goodness, we need to make that a big, fat Avengers money. So let's go ahead and take Batman v Superman and have it lead into a Justice League movie, and we'll just throw all this information at you at once and introduce you to these characters really fast. That's what it felt like to me. When I watched Batman v Superman, I was really excited about it. I thought the Ben Affleck Batman looked good. I really enjoyed the movie up to a certain point, and then they just started throwing a bunch of crap at you. Oh, by the way, there's a, here's Flash, and here's Cyborg, and here's Aquaman. We're not gonna really tell you a lot about them, but here they are, uh, real quick. Boom, here they are. And, uh, it just, it just, it was really rushed, and there was just way too much information given to you at the same time. And then Justice League comes along, and I thought that was just a giant cluster. Well, at some point during the making of Justice League, Zack Snyder had to step away. He had some kind of tragedy in his family. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. He could not finish the movie. He'd filmed, from what I understand, he'd filmed most of it. It was pretty much done. The filming was practically finished. All that was left was post-production. That, again, conjecture, folks. So Warner Brothers needs to finish this film, and so they have to bring in somebody to make that happen, and they bring in who I am assuming DC thinks is their savior, Joss Whedon. They're probably thinking, holy crap, we got Joss Whedon. We got the guy that made the Avengers. We got the guy that made Marvel Comics or Marvel Entertainment, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, just gobs and gobs of money. We're going to just be rolling in cash. We're each going to have to buy one of those Scrooge McDuck money towers and swim around in the money for the rest of our lives. Now, the reason I think that this is what they're thinking is because Joss Whedon comes in and he doesn't just finish the movie. He rewrites a bunch of stuff. I don't know how much of the movie is his rewrites. He actually, from what I understand, brought the actors back in and refilmed scenes or added scenes to fit with his vision of the Justice League. He was not credited as a director or co-director, but he was credited as a writer of the movie. Now, again, I'm going to keep warning y'all here. This is all just my opinion. I have not done a lot of research into this. This is me standing on the outside based on what little I know and what I've read and what I've seen. This is my opinion on what happened. So the movie gets put out there and the people that loved Man of Steel and Batman v. Superman hated Justice League. Justice League, I think, was hated by most everybody. But the people that loved Man of Steel and Batman v. Superman laid all the Justice League blame On Joss Whedon. And so for a long time, people have been all over the internet talking about what they wanted to see. They want Warner Brothers to release Zack Snyder's version. They want Zack Snyder to go back, finish up the movie the way it was supposed to be, as far as his vision, what he wanted the movie to be, and release it. They thought Zack Snyder had this idea, he had this vision, he was building towards something, and Josh Whedon came in and just yanked the rug out from underneath him and turned it all into crap. Ignored what Zack Snyder was trying to do and tried to make an Avengers movie out of the Justice League. Now, those of us who didn't like Batman v Superman, didn't like Justice League, and most of those people also didn't like Man of Steel, we just shook our heads. Look, the movie was going to be crap regardless of who directed it. Regardless of what Josh Whedon did, the movie was going to be crap. You could tell The skeleton is there. It was going to be crap because this other movie was crap. And frankly, for me, at some point during all of that, I tried to watch Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch. Now, keep in mind, I had tried to watch The Watchmen and I turned it off after about an hour because it was just too slow and depressing. And then I tried to watch Sucker Punch because the trailer made it look just this gorgeous, epic, great freaking movie. And it was gorgeous, but it, it was so dumb. There was no heart in anywhere, anywhere in that movie that I could find when I watched it at the time. My opinion may change. It's changed before, but when I tried to watch Sucker Punch, I did not, I didn't make it even halfway. I had to shut it off because it just, it was boring me to tears. It was beautiful. It looked gorgeous, but it for me was a perfect example of style over substance. It looked beautiful. But it was like a shiny turd. That's To me, that's what it was. So I had no doubt in my mind that a Snyder cut of the Justice League was still going to be crap. It was still going to be a shiny turd. Then a week or so ago, I get this free trial of HBO Max, and I decide I want to watch some DC movies. I wanted to watch the trilogy, as it were. I wanted to watch Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Justice League. Just give them all another try. Well, Man of Steel was not on HBO Max, and at first I couldn't find Batman v Superman. And then when I found it, I was thrown off for a second because I said Batman v Superman Ultimate Edit Edition. I thought, okay, and I started the movie, and it was over three hours long. I don't remember this movie being over three hours long. Oh, it's the Ultimate Edit. So I guess this is the Snyder Cut version of Batman v Superman. All right, whatever. Well, you know, I'm not doing anything on board. Let's watch it. Well, I really enjoyed it. It's like once once we were able to see what Zack Snyder wanted us to see, it didn't seem as originally Batman v Superman felt like, here's Zack Snyder. He wants to make this movie. And Warner Brothers comes to him and says, hey, do you want to do a Justice League movie after this? And he's like, sure, that'd be cool. And they said, "Okay, well, you need to start setting it up during batman v superman and Zack snyder's like well the movie's done i've i've written it i filmed most of it what do you what do you mean start setting it up in this and they said well here add add this stuff in and that will help bridge between this and justice league and Zack snyder well, I, I don't know I, I don't know it just seems like you want me to just throw a lot of crap in here just to lead into another movie how about we just do something else and they said no we don't have time to do something else. We need a Justice League movie. We need to make that Avengers money. Do it. And he said, okay. But once I watched the ultimate edit and I watched a, uh, I watched a YouTube video, I think it was an Owen Loves Comics YouTube video in which he kind of defended Batman v Superman and Justice League. He kind of talked about what Zack Snyder was trying to do and then wasn't able to do in Justice League because he had to leave the movie. Once I had that in my head, and I watched this ultimate edit. It started to make sense. Oh, I see what he's trying to do here. I get it. I understand it. Since it's not all being crammed in in the back half of the movie, it makes, it, it made more sense. It felt more natural, I guess. All these reveal, the reveals and throwing some of this information at you. It didn't seem as quick because it wasn't like a freaking two hour long theatrical version. It was a three hour long movie. It progressed more naturally. It made more sense. So. Then I watched Justice League and I still didn't like Justice League, but I liked it a lot more because of the ultimate edit of Batman v Superman. But once it was done, I started thinking, well, if, if we got to see Zack Snyder's true vision for Batman v Superman and it changed my opinion of the movie, then maybe seeing his true vision of Justice League will help me change my opinion on that as well. And so I start looking forward to the Snyder cut. And then I start hearing more about it on the, uh, from people tweeting about it this past weekend due to the DC fandom. And there was a teaser trailer put in place that shows Darkseid, that shows Steppenwolf a little bit differently. That's, I think that's the big thing that got me because at one point I was reading an article about this special effects company that Zack Snyder brought in to change the look of Steppenwolf, not like completely, but change the look of Steppenwolf. And I don't know if it's, it's basically it looks like he's got some some kind of face mask on. And I don't know if that's just for certain scenes, like he has a face mask that he can take on and off because the teaser trailer does show him, does show his face and it does seem to be similar to how he looks in the theatrical version, the Joss Whedon version. But it made me think, well, did he have a certain look in mind for Steppenwolf and Joss Whedon just came in and threw that all away? I mean, obviously it's still the same guy. It's still the same look. There are just some subtle differences apparently, but it, that just kind of right away turned me off On Joss Whedon. And it made me, again, feel like Joss Whedon came into Justice League and said, okay, you want a Joss Whedon version of Justice League? I understand that 90% of the movie's done, but we're going to put some more money into it, and we're going to do it my way. And then he just ruined the movie. That is now my opinion. And so I find out over the weekend that the Snyder Cut is actually going to be four one-hour, quote-unquote, episodes. They're going to split the movie up into four episodes. And then eventually... You know, they're going to put those out on HBO Max and then eventually it's going to go in the theaters as a four hour movie. And that just blows my mind. I don't remember how long the Justice League is at this point, but it can't be any more than two hours and they're going to add two more hours to it. That just blows my mind. And I am really into, as long as, as long as the movie has good pacing, I don't care if it's a four hour long movie. As long as you keep me entertained, as long as you, as long as we're not watching somebody walk across a field for 30 minutes, or brood for 10 or 15 minutes, but I can hang with the four hour movie. And now I'm starting to think, okay, so if he does four one hour episodes, how often are those going to be released on HBO Max? Are we going to be able to see all four of them in one month? Because I'll get HBO Max for a month just to watch the four episodes. And it's crazy how your opinion on something can change, can change so drastically. And it makes me believe that people's opinions can change. But this is such a polarizing topic. It's crazy to me how people just argue about it online. Hey, let's do a Snyder Cut. We need the Snyder Cut. We don't need a Snyder Cut. Sure, we need a Snyder Cut. Did you see Justice League? Yeah, it was crap. Do you think a Snyder Cut's going to make any difference? It might. Well, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. It's just people argue incessantly for hours over whether or not There needs to be a Snyder cut. And I say, hey, man, you want to spend the money on it? If he truly had a particular vision for this movie, for this trilogy of movies, and at the last minute, at the 11th hour, because of a tragedy, God, and I feel like it was his wife had died or his mother had died or something, like just a a really horrible tragedy in his life causes some other guy to step in from the outside and completely change what he was trying to go for then yes, I think he deserves to put out his movie the way he meant it to be. Will it be what everybody's hoping for? Probably not. Once you have built up something in your mind, the potential of what a certain piece of art, whether it be a comic book or a novel or a TV show or a movie, once you've built that up in your mind, once you've decided the potential for this movie, when you actually see it, you're probably going to be disappointed. I think it's going to be pretty good, but we'll see. I thought Sucker Punch was going to be the most incredibly awesome movie of all time. And I didn't even get an hour into it before shutting it off after being bored to tears and just shaking my head and wondering what the crap he was trying to do here. Maybe I should give that movie another chance. I don't know. If you saw Sucker Punch and you thought it was an incredible movie, change my mind. Convince me to watch it again because I will watch it again if necessary. Because obviously rewatching. Batman v Superman and Justice League, re-watching it with this ultimate edit has caused me to change my mind. So it's not unforeseen. It's not unprecedented. It can happen. People can have one opinion and then have their opinion swayed. It happens all the time. Do we need a Snyder Cut? No, we don't. Am I looking forward to the Snyder Cut? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm going to watch it. But until then, until that happens which I think is 2021, Ugh, feels like a long time to wait. Of course, 2020 is almost over. Anyway, until then, my name is Steven, and I'm Just Another Fanboy. Be nice to each other, stay safe, and wear a mask. See ya. Just Another Fanboy is a Steven or Else production. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at or Else.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Stephen R. Orr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about all the comics and such I don't have time to talk about here. You can find me on the World Wide Web at StephenOrElse.com or find me at Twitter and Instagram by searching for at... Good job. (gasps)